1: Hey there, Crimeaholics. It's your host Kenzie, and I am back this week to bring you a brand new episode. On this episode of Crimeholics, I will be bringing you the disappearance and death of Sydney Luke. Before I go any further into this episode, I want to go ahead and give a bit of a disclaimer. Sydney's story is kind of gruesome, and it's not something that we always talk about on Crimeholics, but I want to go ahead and give the full details surrounding Sydney's disappearance and death so that way you guys can understand the severity of what Sydney went through. So if you you are sensitive to topics of sexual violence and disfigurement, I suggest that you go ahead and skip past this episode and if not, hang tight because this is a crazy one. <laughs> Just prior to November fifteenth, two 2017, Sydney Loof, who worked as a Menards cashier in Lincoln, Nebraska, had met another woman on the dating app, Tender. The majority of you who know me personally or either follow me on social media know that I was wifed up way before dating apps and meeting people online was a thing. So I am very unfamiliar with how all of this worked. But the horror stories I hear about them make me glad that I've never had to take the risk. However, you should be able to meet somebody in this way and not have to fear for your life or your safety. But unfortunately, you all know that we live in a world full of really evil people. So I hope that if you use these types of dating apps or you meet people online, that you take those risks into consideration and take the proper steps to be able to protect yourself if something was to happen so you and your loved ones never have to go through the horror that Sydney and her loved ones have. The woman that Sydney had met on the Tinder app was a woman in her early 20s named Bailey Boswell. Both Sydney and Bailey were from Nebraska. Sydney was from Lincoln, Nebraska, and Bailey was from Wilbur, Nebraska, which, according to Google Maps, this is about a 45-minute drive from Lincoln. Prior to going out on the date on the 15th of November with Bailey, Sydney had confided in someone close to her that she really liked Bailey and was hoping that this woman did not have a girlfriend that she was unaware of. Bailey, in fact, did not have a girlfriend at all but she actually had a boyfriend who was much older than her and Sydney both. This boyfriend was 53-year-old Aubrey Trail. Sydney's cousin Paige was the last one to see her alive right before she left for her date with Bailey. Her cousin stated to 3 News Now that Sydney was excited and really looking forward to this date. Just before leaving for the date on the 15th, Sydney had actually posted a selfie on Snapchat with the caption that said, ready for my date and she left her home to never be seen alive again. According to Sydney's family, she never showed up for her shift the next morning at Menards. Her family made it very clear that Sydney was a very responsible person who would never have no-called no-showed her shift. So given the fact that she never showed up to work with no communication and knowing she went on that date, they were extremely concerned for her well-being. Sydney’s mom and dad right away called the police to ask them to check on her well-being given the circumstances. According to 3 News Now, law enforcement was unsuccessful in contacting Sydney, so they jumped right to it in trying to find her. Law enforcement, thankfully, were able to get a ping from her cell phone, which led them right to Wilbur, where Bailey was from. Using cell phone data, law enforcement was able to figure out that Sydney was with Bailey, who rented a basement apartment with her boyfriend Aubrey there in Wilbur. At this point, Bailey and Aubrey are both persons of interest, but of course, they cannot be located by law enforcement and Sydney has still not been found. As you know, when someone is missing, time is always of the essence. So they decided to go ahead and bring in the FBI to help find Sydney. And their hope is that they're going to be able to bring her home alive. They searched for weeks to find Sydney. And I'm talking foot searches, sky searches. They searched lakes, they searched ponds, they brought in dogs, and they were completely unsuccessful in finding her. There was absolutely no sightings of Sydney. Law enforcement knew that they likely were not going to be able to find Sydney until they found Bailey and Aubrey. They go ahead and give the information about Bailey and Aubrey to the media in hopes that somebody would step forward and say that they knew Bailey and Aubrey and they knew where they were hiding. What blows my mind is that after law enforcement gives the information about Aubrey and Bailey being persons of interest to the media, turns out that Law enforcement really didn't even need the help of the public to find these two scumbags because these two, with their giant ass egos, decide for whatever reason that it's a genius idea to start making and posting videos right on the search for Sydney Facebook page claiming their innocence. Yes, you heard me right. These two scumbags had the audacity to post on her page knowing that her loved ones would see them. What a total slap in the face. In these videos, the two of them were saying things like, Yes, we hung out with Sydney, but no we did not have anything to do with her disappearance. All we did was meet on Tinder, smoke some marijuana and she wanted to go home, so I dropped her off at a friend's house. They were saying things like, We're completely innocent, our heart breaks for Sydney's family, we hope that somebody comes forward even Aubrey was going on there saying really weird things like I'm a criminal and I'm a thief and I've done really bad things in my life but I'm not who you people are trying to make me out to be they just give me this eerie feeling because how could you do that and let her family see this after knowing what you have done I actually found the audio to these videos so I'm going to go ahead and play those for you guys because they're just creepy
0: we both wrote long statements and sent to the lincoln police department telling them everything we know we repeatedly called the lincoln police department we were told to quit blowing up their phone that me and bailey do about a hundred thousand dollar a year business at antiques on the uh, ebay the antique malls in lincoln omaha this really isn't about me
1: this is about sydney i want to take her home and she asked me to drop her off at a friend's house, so I did so. I mean, I haven't heard from her since. I just want the family to know that I'm truly sorry and I didn't have anything to do with this and I hope that Sydney is found very soon. She is a sweet, amazing girl. Showing you my tattoos to prove that it's us. We're not trying to hide that.
0: And this is what I look like. You say we're hiding. This is what blue eyes, Teeth, brown hair
1: guy that lives across from us that supposedly said her phone was buried deep in our backyard
0: (laughs) i like that that's funny what is she doing messing with a 51 year old man does that really have any relevance of this i mean not saying i'm a nice guy i'm a crook i'm a thief i've been all my life okay but i'm not what you're trying to make me out to be
1: Please tell me I'm not the only one who got like a sick feeling in their stomach trying to wrap their head around the fact that these two are the reason Sydney is missing and they can sit here and make these videos with a straight face and there's absolutely no emotion. I can't understand it. But once I get into the details surrounding Sydney's disappearance and murder, it makes more sense on how these two could do that and then be able to sit there and do it without any type of emotion. During the time of these videos being posted on December 4th and 5th of 2017, the body parts of Sydney, yes, I said body parts, were found in different locations throughout Wilbur, Nebraska in black trash bags. According to the Omaha World Herald, the first body part found that belonged to Sydney was her arm, and they were able to positively identify that it belonged to Sydney, given that the arm found had a tattoo on it that said, Everything will be wonderful someday. Sydney's family said that this tattoo was a symbol for her journey through depression that she struggled with for some time. I'm not gonna lie, when I was researching this case and I saw that picture of Sydney with the tattoo, I cried a little. Thinking about how Sydney likely fought every single day through her depression and to fight to be able to be happy and alive. And it kills me in my soul that her life was taken the way it was because she deserved to be alive after fighting so damn hard to get through her depression. Twelve other trash bags were found throughout Wilbur that contained Sydney's body parts. Law enforcement stated she was cut up into 14 different pieces and one of those body parts has never been able to be located. At this point, both Bailey and Aubrey are already in police custody. The two of them had outstanding warrants for other crimes and law enforcement was able to locate them in Missouri. The two of them were taken into custody where they eventually tell the police exactly what happened to Sydney. Before I go any further... I'm going to throw out one last disclaimer and a warning that I will be talking about sexual violence and gruesome details around her murder and disfigurement. So if you are sensitive to either of those topics, I suggest that you skip through the next couple of minutes. They tell police that Bailey and Cindy met on Tinder and quickly hit it off and wanted to hang out. Sydney was unaware that Bailey had a boyfriend, but once meeting, Bailey said that she was supposedly okay with it and even agreed to partake in a threesome with Bailey and Aubrey. Whether this is true or not, we will never know. And that is another thing that absolutely kills my soul is the fact that Sydney could have been sexually assaulted by these two and she cannot even be here to tell her side of the story. But anyways... The two of them go on to say that the three of them were engaging in sexual intercourse when things started to get rough and Sydney agreed to play some type of sex game and things end up taking a turn for the worst. They explain that during this some sort of sex game, Sydney ends up being choked to death accidentally with an extension cord by Aubrey. We do not know the context of this sex game. Or if it even really was a sex game and them not just killing Sydney to fill some sick fantasy of theirs. They say that after they accidentally killed Sydney is when they decided to dismember her body and dispose of her throughout Wilbur. I will say this, when these two were going through their trials, Aubrey and Bailey both admit that after they killed Sydney and dismembered her body, that the two of them were engaging in sexual intercourse while reliving what the hell they did to Sydney. So I'm gathering here that this entire thing was so they could fulfill some type of sick fantasy. After confessing to the murder and dismemberment of Sydney, Bailey Boswell was charged with first degree murder conspiracy to commit murder, and improper disposal of human skeletal remains. Aubrey Trail was charged with first-degree murder and dismemberment. Both were found guilty in the court of law. Bailey Boswell's sentencing hearing is not until June 28, 2021, where she will find out if she will be sitting on death row. Aubrey Trail's sentencing date is set for June 8, 2021, and he will also be finding out if he will be sitting on death row as well. Sydney's story is not the first of its kind that we heard. There's other stories like this where somebody has met somebody online and they end up being murdered. So before I close out this episode, I just want to throw this out to you guys, so listen to me for just a second. If you are going to meet somebody online or you are going to use a dating app, whether you are male or you are female, please look into the person that you are going to meet even if you are going to meet this person for like just a quick hookup like reach out to meet holly if you need that person's name ran through a database we can do it for you or we have friends that can do it for you so please i'm begging you if you are listening and you are going to meet somebody online or a dating app Hit us up and we will help you try to figure out a little bit about this person before you go and meet them because we do not want you to get hurt. So if you use these apps, please be safe. If you have not already, I highly encourage you to join a Crimeaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook or follow us on Instagram where I will have pictures of Sydney Loof. Crimeaholics, as always, beware and take care.